All right, it's uh, Lyle McGilvery, and uh, joining me on the uh, Big Breakfast Show podcast today is uh, Roy Ludwig. Hi, Roy. Hi, Lyle. How are you today? I am doing great. Uh, first of all, hey, Roy, uh, congratulations on your retirement. Uh, 45 years with the mines? Yes, that's correct, Lyle, and I enjoyed every bit of it. So what has it been like waking up the last morning or two and, and realizing that, uh, wow, the the legendary... Uh, career is is in the books <laughs> well you know it's it's taking a little bit of getting used to but uh and i must say i was a little conflicted uh, you know this year with the retirement coming up but uh, i've got that past and you know talking to my wife and talking to my family and i'm actually looking forward to uh you know turning that page as much as i have enjoyed the mines it's been a great place to work great people out there uh, it is the right thing to do, I believe, after that amount of time and look at other opportunities and basically relax a lot more, you know, which I'm 65 now, so that'll be nice. Look at that. I didn't even have to ask how old you are, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're making this way too easy. <laughs> anyway, Roy, you are really heavily involved with the whole structure of the mining operation in the province. Um, can I just get you to kind of elaborate on your position there, not only with your day-to-day duties, but uh, with everything else that you were involved in, too? Oh, sure. Well, I started, like most people, back in the 70s uh, under the tipple, and uh, that was a great experience, uh, loading cars with coal and ship- shipping them uh, all over. A lot of the coal back then went to Manitoba, went to uh, Brandon, went to Winnipeg, and then later on, we shipped a million, over a million tons a year to Ontario. But then, of course, as time went on, Ontario shut that all down, and then Brandon did. And then uh, later on, uh, Winnipeg as well. So basically, right now, it's uh, the the power plants that we ship coal to, as you're well aware of, uh, Shand and, and Boundary Dam. And uh, now with the clean coal at Unit 3, we're hoping very much that we can get the clean coal on the other two big units, which is Unit 6 and Shan. Those are both 300-megawatt uh, unit plants. So we're hoping with clean coal that we can uh, get those converted, and that would mean that the mine could continue and those well-paying jobs uh, could continue. So we're sure hoping that uh, that can happen. So would that be one of the biggest changes you've seen then, Roy, with your career? Well, uh, you know, I was very fortunate. I did many different jobs uh, from the tipple. I was on the locomotive. We have our own locomotive out at the mine, uh, doing brakeman, uh, running the locomotive. Uh, then I was blaster uh, for a while, blasting the coal uh, for about seven years so the loader uh, could pick it up. Uh, easier for the loader to pick it up and load into the trucks. And, uh, yeah, then I was on the drag line, and and that was a great experience. Those drag lines, if you've never been on them, you know, they're gigantic machines. And uh, even today, after all these years, uh, there's something to watch. I mean, it's such a big machine. Uh, It's uh, it's a great opportunity, if you've never been, to get out to the mine and and have a look at those uh, giants of the prairie. They're interesting, that's for sure. There's something to watch uh, just from a distance, uh, Roy, let alone being right up against them or on them. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I made the analogy of they're like a dinosaur. They're very slow moving. They walk very slowly and they grab, they uh, drag the tub, but they take a big bite. Most of our drag lines out there are 100 cubic yards, so that's a lot of earth in one bite. Wow. I want to I want to flash back to uh, family because you had mentioned them, uh, Roy, earlier. At what point? Uh, how old were you when you started in the mines? And then, uh, of course, everybody's faced with a career and, and raising a family at the same time. Has Estevan always been home for you, Roy? You know, I was raised on a farm uh, east of Latman, thirteen miles east of Latman. And I enjoyed farming, and uh, I was hoping at one point that I would uh, take over the family farm. But, you know, Dad, he said, well, I've spent a lifetime worrying about interest rates and worrying about the weather, as farmers have to do. And he didn't think it would be a good option for his son to uh, get into farming. Uh, So then what I did, uh, I left uh, after I graduated high school, grade 12, I started at five, so I was done at 17. So me and a friend went to Alberta, and uh, I worked as a security guard. I had hair down to my waist. I I got a brush cut, (laughs) as my friend did, and we worked straight midnights. He worked at the Stelco plant in Edmonton, and I worked at the McDonald Hotel, one of the grand old hotels in, in Edmonton. But I didn't like the straight nights, and uh, after a few months of that, I quit. And then I worked for Robin Hood Flower, unloading boxcars full of flour and loading them on trucks and, and taking them to bakeries and either going upstairs or downstairs with these 100-pound bags and uh, taking flour to the, big, uh, the bakeries. So, yeah, I, I was in pretty good shape back then. I was, I was just going to say, you uh, you would have been built uh, pretty solid at that point. <laughs> exactly. So then after that, uh, you know, home beckoned. I came back home. I went to Regina, and I worked for Saskatel, uh for a year. And I enjoyed that, but I really didn't care for the city that much, even though Regina's not that big a city. And then I came home to the farm to help out uh, my father on the farm. And... Uh, I, I uh, back then the the telephone lines were open line, so you had your two wires running on glass insulators. So I took that over for a year, running the Latman Telephone Company, and then uh, they got taken over by Saskatel, and then I joined the mine in uh, November second of seventy six, and the rest is history. Isn't that amazing how the uh, time just flies by when you mix family in there and busy with kids when they're small and and work and everything else? And here it is 45 years later, Roy, and and it's just a flash in the pan, really, when you think about it. Yeah, that is so, so true, Lyle. It went so quick, I guess, because I enjoyed the mine and enjoyed the people. Again, great place to work. And then when you're raising a family... You know, when when I first went to the mine, like everyone else, I thought, oh, yeah, right, I won't be here long. Well, 45 years later, it helped me to raise my family and, uh, you know, build a house here in town. And uh, basically, the bulk of my life uh, was at the mine, and uh, it was a great experience. Can you share some ideas, I guess, uh, Roy, as to what you have planned now going forward uh, with any extra time that you have when you're not uh, busy with the city uh, uh, jobs that need to be done? 
Yeah, for sure. Well, as you know, Lyle, I do like uh, being busy and being bought up on the farm. You learn that early in life. You work hard and uh, it's, you know, it's been great for me. It's worked out well. And I've had the privilege, um, you know, at one time uh, with when I worked at the mine to be the president of the union, I was uh, was the president for 13 years. And then uh, I got interested in civic politics, and I was talking to Bernie Collins one day, who was on council, and he said, "Roy, you seem uh, pretty interested in in civil in civic uh, politics. You seem pretty engaged and pretty passionate about your city." And I said, "Yes, I am." And he said, "Well, why don't you run for council?" So in 1994, I ran for council and uh, got elected, and then I stepped down as union president because it was too much to do all three. And then, uh, you know, for the past 27 years, I've been on council. I've had uh, six three-year terms, because they were three-year terms uh, back then. So six consecutive three-year terms as councillor. And then I made the jump to mayor, got elected as mayor, and this is my third four-year term as mayor. So when I'm done this term, I'll have 30 consecutive years on council, which has been great, too. I've really enjoyed it, working through the problems, the issues, uh, getting things done, uh, you know, working with uh, our MLA, which has been good, uh, with Minister Carr, and uh, also uh, working with Mr. Kitchen, uh, depending on the problems that we have, working with the provincial government, uh, and even locally, working with day-to-day issues uh, on different projects. It's been fantastic. Wow, that's uh, that's quite a milestone when you think about it, Roy. Is there going to be a 31st term? <laughs> no, I think, uh, and again, I've enjoyed it, but I think after this term, And it's allowed me to step down from doing both the mine uh, and municipal politics. Uh, Now I have uh, three years left, a little bit less than three now uh, as mayor. And uh, again, I really enjoy that. And then that will be a good segue into, I believe, full retirement. I guess it wouldn't be the uh, 31st term. It would be your 31st year. That's right. That's right. And you don't think that's going to happen? Uh, no, at this time, I'm, I think I'm quite uh, content with having that milestone as well. When I get there, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, uh, hopefully my health maintains and I can finish out the term as mayor. And uh, I think I'll be ready then uh, to, uh, you know, just go off into the sunset and uh, retire as that is, from that as well. Wow. You know what? That's uh, that's awesome, Roy. I I want to just uh, thank you for everything you've done for the city because I was uh, I was not up to date on everything that you accomplished out at the mines. But when you combine the two together and the the legacy of all those years, you have uh, you have definitely dedicated your life to the uh, Estevanon area and all the surroundings in more ways than one. Um, well, thank you for that, Lyle. And yeah, I've appreciated it. And uh, you know, uh, for the electorate to uh, have their faith in me and keep reelecting me, I, uh, that's that's a great thing, and I, I really do appreciate that. I, I don't want to put you on the spot here this morning, Roy, but looking at everything, and I don't just mean the mines or the city, but if you could pick three accomplishments that you are very, very proud of, um, just off the top of your brain, what would those be? 
and that's wide open on the field. Sure. Well, uh, at the mine, uh, the mine rescue team, I, I spent 23 years on the mine rescue team. Uh, we won uh, several provincial uh, competitions. We went to Gillette, Wyoming. Uh, I went a couple times for the international uh, competitions. We did very well there as well. So I really enjoyed that, and it gave me uh, the opportunity uh, to be well-versed in, in first aid if anyone was hurt out there. And, uh, you know, I, I did enjoy that. I also enjoyed uh, the opportunity to serve as president of the union. That gave me a good experience of working with people uh, and sometimes working with angry people with issues, uh, you know, working through the problems. So that gave me a good first step and good experience when I got involved with council, that helped me a lot. And then all the years as counselor, uh, that then was a, a great stepping stone when I stepped into the mayor's chair. So yeah, it's just been a, a really good progression. And probably the three things I'm the most happy with, with our accomplishments uh, at the city uh, would be, uh, I was chairman when I was on council of uh, Affinity Place, and that was a six-year project, and I can't say enough about the people uh, that we had on that committee, very capable, very good people, and uh, with their guidance, over six years, we built uh, Affinity Place, and we're so proud of that. It's one of the nicest uh buildings of, of that size, of that type, uh, in Western Canada. So that has to be one of, uh, you know, I look at that as a major accomplishment, and I couldn't have done it without council, without the building committee. But as chairman of that committee, it, it was a great experience. And then probably uh, another thing on the city was the property uh, water line. Uh, when we started that, we knew we needed another body of water, Boundary Dam, unfortunately, with all that geese that don't want to leave, uh, with all these dissolved solids, and I don't have to explain what all those dissolved solids are, with our UV treatment at the water plant, it's it's hard to uh, get to the necessary parameters. So by uh, building that water line to Rafferty has been a huge accomp uh, accomplishment, and now we meet or exceed all the water requirements by a long ways. And that has been a huge accomplishment, working, you know, with the city staff, with the city manager. Uh, we've got great people, and uh, along with council. That was another accomplishment. And probably the last one, Lyle, would be the pathways. We have had so many positive comments on these pathways. Uh, that's a true legacy project for council and i'm so happy and so proud of the fact that uh, council agreed and then we had uh the provincial government and the federal government we had been working with them for a few years to get them to come to the table they all came to the table and then once they did that then it made it affordable uh to do the pathway system the basically i think it's 13.5 i guess you could say 14 kilometers of pathways, and, and that's just been tremendous. You know what, Roy? Uh, very well said on your part, and that's coming from a, a gentleman who is very caring and dedicated, and I can't thank you enough for joining me today, and I wish 
I wish you a long, happy retirement and good health to enjoy everything and time to spend with your family. And uh, you know what? I, I got to know uh, Roy Ludwig a lot better here in the past few minutes, and I, I just appreciate you doing this this morning, Roy. Well, thank you so much, Lyle. I appreciate the conversation, and God bless you, and uh, we'll see you soon down the road.